a lot of fever dreams lately. Always. Yeah. Yeah. You're <laughs> just oh. like, oh, it's just impossible geometry and stuff that makes you mad just to look at. Good. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Great. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I wake up and realize that, uh, you know, my little dog is taking up nine tenths of the bed and that's why I was almost falling off of it and probably was scared to death that I was going <laughs> to break my neck falling off my bed because <laughs> Batman's just chilling right there. Somehow, little 14 pound dog takes up a, a, a cow king, half of a cow king side of a mattress. I don't know how he fucking does it, but he does it. Every <laughs> that night. sounds like a very Batman thing to do, I he feel is. like. He's you know, like, kind of uh, be bigger than he is. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> a human uh, among gods who is uh, still uh, able to ta- uh, stand toe to toe. Describes your dog, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I love the fact that he gives me this look um, of like, yeah, and yeah, right, yeah. right. Like, so, what are you, what are you gonna do? Spot. Yeah, this is my bed. You know, you're lucky that I let you sleep on it. <laughs> that sounds like a dog. Yeah, you know, whatever. I'm used to it. Yeah, I'm used to it. My back hurts. My neck hurts. Fever dreams. But you know, there's another memory hole I just traveled through. <laughs> All right, whenever you're ready. Pop Saga, you know we keep it groovy. Uh We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies. A couple of nerds, but got style. We so cool. Pop culture, talking new and old school. Yeah, you should know we love hip-hop. From the roots, Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch. We giving you what you want. It don't get no liver. Ain't no doubt we got you. This is Pop Saga. Let's go. Oh, yeah, you heard right. This is a lifestyle. Welcome to the nerd life. Hey everyone, Future John here, who is technically in the past by the time you will be listening to this. Uh, Just wanted to acknowledge the passing of Joel Schumacher. Uh, While Forrest and I were recording this episode, he was still with us, and he passed a few days after uh, we've recorded this episode. Um, We do mention him in the episode a few times, so I just wanted to acknowledge his his place in pop culture for sure. Um, St. Elmo's Fire, Falling Down, uh, absolutely one of my favorite films of all time is The Lost Boys. And, of course, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. Um, Guilty pleasure here. Out of the Burton slash Schulmacher world, Batman films, Batman Forever is very near the top, if not the top for me. I know, controversial. Uh, I'll put it like this. So much so, I saw that film 14 times in the theater. Yeah, I said that out loud. Anyway, thank you, Mr. Schulmacher, for all that you've done for pop culture. And uh, now let's start this episode. Lemon pepper wings. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Hold on. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Pop Saga, the podcast where two friends journey through the caves of pop culture to find every hidden billionaire's secret lair. I am Vengeance. I am the Knight. I am John. And as always, I am joined by Forrest, the Man Wonder. How are you doing, old chum? 
thank you for that intro. <laughs> yes, I hope that intro suited you. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, like, I, just so we can get this out uh, at the top. I love Adam West. No one knows what we're talking about yet. I know. But I just want to talk about uh, my love for Adam West in all his roles. Um, Batman and the others. Uh, that's that's more me than Adam West. I, I just blanked on uh, his uh, his oeuvre, but well, uh, well, I mean, he played himself in Family Guy, and that's one of the few redeeming things about that show. That's true. That's yeah. true. good point. Yeah, and then you know, he was the voice of the Great Ghost in Batman the Animated Series. Oh, how can I forget that? What a role! I actually love those great ghost episodes, so um, I hope we get to do those at at some point. But uh, that's not what we're talking about today. No. Well, kind of, but not really. We're talking about bat fashion. Yes. The suits of Batman. Not zoot suits, but bat suits. Bat suit riot. Sorry. Bat suit riot. Yeah, that classic uh, ska standard <laughs> about Batman. Yeah, that was in Batman Forever, I think. And uh, don't at me. <laughs> don't send up the at signal, please. Please don't send up the. Okay, I quit. I just, I just horned. I horned and uh, I quit because that, uh, that's the funniest thing that will be said on this going on uh, program. And I can't top it. Yes. I don't know whose impression that is, but I'm not doing Adam West. I'm doing someone's Adam West impression. I'm, I, I can tell you exactly whose Adam West that I am impersonating, because it's obviously not Adam West. I am impersonating uh, a radio sweetheart, Ralph Garman's. Um, okay, yeah, that's what Adam I'm doing too. West. I just realized. Yeah. yeah. Well, he does it a lot better than we do, and, uh, you know. Wait uh, a minute. But when I do mine, do you know who I'm doing? Uh, wow. I mean, the the inception level of onion layers of this joke have already overwhelmed me, but... Boom! Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, who are you doing? Who are you doing? Well, I'm... Okay, so... I, I got sidetracked before then we moved back onto the Batsuit Riot. I... Um, so I love Adam West and, in you know, in all his incarnation, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, you know, anyway, <laughs> yeah. in all his no. roles, I love Adam West and, um, sometimes I'll be, you know, in the car and on the radio, something will be playing and for some strange reason, I'll feel the need to sing it as Adam West. <laughs> so you're so, doing you in the car is what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. So I'll just be like, you know going the distance i'm going for speed <laughs> she's all alone in her time of need and i'll just do that uh but sometimes i'll only do part of the song as adam west and the rest the rest is john anyway so okay so i'm doing me doing, doing adam i'm doing cake yes. okay terrific all right well, I, you know what? I am just excited to jump on in. Yeah, let's, um, so let's go over the criteria. 
Okay. I, I feel this is this. We should stress this. We are doing bat suits through live action only. This includes the movies and the TV shows. Um, no uh, cartoon versions. No comic book versions. If you want to hear us talk about those, uh, you know, at us. Yeah, actually listen to the show. Listen <laughs> to the want, show. If you have any interest in hearing us rank animated bat suits or comic bat suits or really anything else Batman, then uh, please uh, rate and review us on iTunes and subscribe and all that stuff. Uh, and anywhere that you uh, can consume podcasts, give us a thumbs up because otherwise. <laughs> we won't be, be able to do it anymore. We, I mean, we won't do it. We won't. We and literally won't. And we will. We will cross our arms and stamp our feet and uh, just not do it anymore because we are man babies. If that isn't hasn't been cleared, uh, so I would far. hope so. If you've listened to the other episodes, you must realize that we are extreme man babies. It's like the Muppet Babies, but not nearly as cute. <laughs> But still, I'm surrounded by giant tree trunk size ankles everywhere I go. Yeah, um, it's a hell of a yeah. thing. Yeah, uh, those uh, those socks are, made a big impression on me as a youth. Anyway, so we'll, we'll keep our sock talk to another time. Yeah, sock talk brought to you by Forrest and John. <laughs> Compression, sport, ankle. What's your sock uh, of choice? Uh, those kind of weird ones you get when you're trying on shoes that are like pantyhose but just for your the tiny bits of your feet Ugh, no, <laughs> no uh, that's not actual socks and that's the end of sock talk sock talk it's like podcast within a podcast i know podception um, podception that's yes. a podception yeah. uh that's good because i think that podcast within a podcast is probably stealing from somebody else oh uh, i'm sure I'm sure it's it's hella meta. We're so meta, but yeah, we're, so, we're so referential. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to talk about bat suits, as we've mentioned before, and we're going to rank them. And we're going to rank them from worst to best. Now, I just want to put this out there that this is our opinions, and our opinions aren't good. And I know <laughs> that already if you've listened to the, any of the podcasts or the previous episode. So. I would say just kind of listen to this, sit back, and and don't worry about it too much. It doesn't really matter what we either of us think, and I think there will be, I imagine there will be at least some disagreement, and that should be funny. So sit back and enjoy. Here comes a list of, <laughs> of rubber suits we saw in a movie. Once. <laughs> Maybe twice. Okay, so uh, there are 14 suits in total that we counted out. If we missed any, again, don't add us because we missed them and they're not getting into this episode, so who cares? Um, but there's 14 that, that we found, and uh, let's just start at the top. Number 14, um, would you like to go? I will kick us off, and then we'll just uh, swap turns, so that way it's always a mystery. I do not have Forrest's list, I do not know, as he does not know mine. That um, is correct. These are a secret, but to ourselves. You know, and after everyone hears this episode, I I, I also want to just invite you to play along. Pick your favorites. Um, yes, please do. Actually, pause the episode right now. Go out, pick 14 live-action bat suits, or the 14 that we're going to talk about, 
and uh, the only 14 in existence, and and play along because that way you'll even get madder. Yes, <laughs> we'll be like, wait a minute, how could you possibly rank this there, and so on and so forth. All right, yes, but please go ahead. All right, so number 14 for me is probably one of the latest ones is I am going with the Batman suit from Titans. Um here's a here's a big shocker. That is number 14 for me as well. I figured it is a dreadful suit. Um, Ooh, it is it is uh it is 10 kinds of bad. It's got baggy pants. It's got some weirdly placed motorcycle looking armor. And what looks to be Keaton's cowl from Batman Returns just kind of plopped on top uh, with a scalloped little uh, um, jester um, ends of that of that design uh, on full display. You know, that, that might actually be Batman 89. No, uh, I think it is. Um, I know they hit it, I think, underneath the cape. The thing is, when you watch it in the show, it's almost impossible to make out any sort of real details because... Um, Titans really like filming things in super, like, just dark, uh, color-sapped, um, you know, views and things. You know, this was like a fever dream, uh, sequence, if I remember correctly, the episode where this shows up in. Um, but yeah, it is not good. I, I, it looks like if, it looks like one of the guys from The Dark Knight making a batman costume to go out like you know when they stop <laughs> it is it is something that a billionaire playboy i don't think would make yeah what's crazy is that like you said it it only appears in silhouette and mostly covered in darkness but even then you can tell there is something sort of off about it it doesn't feel like a batman suit it feels like cheap um uh, like you said and if you compare it to the quality of the robin suit that's in the show there's just truly no comparison it, it looked like it was built for like 10 bucks and i actually wrote down in my notes the exact same thing that you said i said that it looks like one of the uh fake <laughs> batman in dark knight the guys who are wearing hockey pads what gives you the right what's the difference between you and me i'm not wearing hockey pads That's exactly. Yeah. It looks like one of those dudes, um, and it's it's just baffling that they didn't yeah. even spend uh, ten seconds on it. No, um, it and just it's, truly, it just sucks so hard. It's hard to talk about because it is, even though it had so little screen time, it is just a piece of uh, bad garbage. Yeah, it's a it's a real pity because, like you said, the Robin costume for kind of a DC you movie type of field looks like it fits the nightwing costume i think is a marked improvement over the robin one um and some of the other costumes in that show are pretty decent for what they are the deathstroke one i think is okay except for the stupid target on his eye his blind eye which never made any sense to me like okay i guess let's light up the one side that i can't see out of anyway but <laughs> this one yeah it just felt like they just they were like we need to make a bat suit um, just grab some shit from the Home Depot, the Dick's Sporting Good, 
and a target, and we're gonna we're gonna make it happen. Yeah, we have access to the uh, the WB prop locker, and we we got we we dragged Keaton's old mascot of mothballs. We're gonna yeah. dust that one off, and we're just gonna plop it on top of this cape and motorcycle armor. And and then the worst part, and it breaks the biggest cardinal sin I think of any Batman based costume is it has no emblem it has no batman you know shield like there's nothing on his chest yeah no insignia even robin has an insignia it makes no sense obviously to a certain extent they uh, i guess were just saying okay we will only see this in shadow it's part of robin's dream or whatever but um you know they didn't have to they could have shown a little bit more and uh it just it just is lazy and uh it's bad it's just hard to i mean we don't even owe any more time to it to be honest because yeah i think we should just move on to the 13 because this one's making me sad yeah (laughs) this one is just sad and it's i to me the biggest sin about it is that it's lazy and that no one even tried um which is not necessarily the case with my number the 13. Uh, my number 13 is Gotham, the Gotham suit. Oh, okay. So um, I thought that uh, at the very least it looks like something or somebody was thinking about a design here. They had an idea in mind and tried to execute it. Um, for me, uh, it was just too many weird choices that sort of were from all different directions and they didn't match. They didn't mesh up. Um, I think the, the, the bat signal, or sorry, the bat sim- symbol um, on his chest, it's good that he has one, but the fact that it uh, layers over the top of the cape is a weird choice. Uh, you have to imagine if he was moving around that would always just kind of like flip over and you would cover half the symbol and it would just look weird. Also, the way they tailored the cape is very strange. It looks like um, what uh, this garment that is called a mantelette, which is, is this old um, uh, garment that was worn, uh, I think it's French. It was worn primi- primarily by women, um, but it's like this this almost shawl that goes over the shoulders and like covers part of the chest. And the way they tailor the cape, it sort of does that. It kind of exposes the chest and the and the interior of the suit before falling down. And um, that plus like the two tone cape and like the musculature is very bizarre and they have like two little band-aids in the center of the ab area there's just so much about that suit that is is very uh, a very weird choice and it seems almost incongru- incongruous because after you move past like the molded rubber of the chest piece you get into the legs and then you get you like transition to these weird scalloped leg pieces that are like made out of flat black leather, and um, it just is like a it's like a thousand ideas that were just kind of thrown into a bowl and kind of sort of hastily constructed. So I commend the designer for taking cho- chances and 
and um, having at least a direction, which is not which is more you can say than the Titan suit. But uh, at the end of the day, it just seemed like um, a bunch of elements that did do not uh, work in harmony with each other. I give you that. Um, yeah, definitely the two-toned cape for me is really weird. Especially, it's not only just two-toned, but it's like two uh, completely different uh, fabrics uh, with that weird shininess, like almost silk-like yeah. top. And it's then, like satin and then polyester or something. Yeah, it's a or really wool. yeah weirdness to it. What's um, your number 13, though? Oh, my number 13 is... So this is a departure, but uh, not by much, as you'll see. Um, I actually chose the Batman serial um, costume. So the very first Batman um, outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for me, it is very true to you know the comic book. So that I respect as far as materials. Obviously, they didn't have too much. Um, I must say, I do love the bat on his chest, but then everything else really loses me. Like the the, <laughs> the cowl is not only it's not fitted very well. Like the ears always seem to change. Every picture that I did find of it just the 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 uh, the pointies would just like shift and you know it looks less like batman and more like weird horned devil man um the boots have a real like like i don't want to say equestrian look because they don't go up that high but it looks like whoever chopped up the top of these boots didn't finish them very well uh the utility belt looks like it has no utility whatsoever um as far as it has a couple of like containers, but there doesn't look, appear anything that could kind of fit into it. And then the uh, Dracula-esque cape around it, where it has like this, you know, like this kind of upwards neck point, but then it has this really deep uh, cowl part that sits on it. Just oh, it it really irks me. And I I think the biggest thing for me is. Um, as we'll probably get into more, that Batman is really about a silhouette, like everything. You know, a strong silhouette makes sense. Um, and that's why I think the Gotham one, for me, is a little stronger than this one. Is that I feel that this has a very weak um, silhouette. Um, you know, it doesn't need the armor plating, obviously not. But the, with the how short the cape is, it's almost like an opera cape. Um, though I do appreciate the cape being scalloped. Which is more to say than some of these Batman costumes we've gotten. Um, but yeah, I just think overall it's a very weak... Um, it's, it's not a great Batman costume, but given the time, I think this was like... nineteen, Either 1943 or 1940, you know, a little bit later, it, it makes sense of why it is what it is. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And I think... This is great, because already we're diverging fairly significantly here, and I think where you, you'll you find the Batman 43 um, on my list, it will be shocking. Oh, okay. I'm prepared. I'm prepared. Okay, fantastic. Okay, so on to 12. Right. Um, and go ahead. All right. What's your, what's your number 12? Yeah, this is what you're going to find funny. The Gotham one. Mm. <laughs> Just, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's around the same ballpark. That makes sense. Yeah, it's not great. 
Um, it definitely is. If I would have gotten this one in Titans, I'd have been happier with it than the Titans one. Um, but to a lot of the points that you brought up, the two-toneness of the cape, the the weird positioning of the plates, the abdomen plate to the the, the pecs, and then like the it, it just has these weird gaps to it. It, it feels. It feels like someone was just kind of going like, "Yeah, I'm gonna. I have my chance to make a Batman costume, but I don't really know Batman, or I'm not, or I'm trying to stay away from everything that's been done before, and in turn, I'm just putting a bunch of different elements that don't make a lot of sense. Um, I don't have a problem with the bat emblem itself, like the actual symbol. I think it's uh, pretty good shape. I just think." it meeting with the um where the cape meets and everything else just kind of looks off um i like the utility belt uh it it looks like a practical utility belt um but yeah everything else is pretty much kind of what you chimed in on and um i think again the cal is more <laughs> s&m cal than <laughs> right and i know like in the show they digitally altered, um, I forget the actor's name who played uh, Bruce Wayne in that, but I know they digitally altered him to be older um, for that final shot. Like, it's, it's his face on there. But the weird hard angles that they picked on it look okay in the show, but then when you see it in, like, real life, because the actual mask is, is pretty disappointing. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And it's funny that in the actual show that they removed the band-aids from the uh, upper ab area. That's one of the, my most egregious complaints. And since it was on the pre-release material for the this episode, I feel like it's fair game, even though it wasn't in the episode itself. Yeah, it's a weird kind of almost Robin tunic-esque attachment. Like, you know, on his red one, he'd have like those two little... Yeah, the yellow connectors, but yeah, the fact that they're like when you look at the shot, they're not even even. Yeah, they're like offset, like band aids. It looks like two big like uh, like twine is sort of holding the suit together, but it's obviously molded um, rubber. So you can tell why they took it out in the final shot, probably probably digitally. Yeah. Um, my number twelve is the suit from Batman and Robin, and uh, I'm uh, including both the uh, base and ice suit. Okay. Um, so yeah, much has been said about this suit. I think people kind of always bring this one up when they are talking about Batman suits that they find funny, and that is primarily due to the fact that it has just the most uh, attention-grabbing nipples um of any of the previous suit obviously the kilmer suit had nipples but they were a little more subdued they were a little more blended into the peck shape these ones are rivets and they're blasted on those pecs and um there's just so much not to like with the suit um so the mus number one the musculature is way busy and overly detailed um but the thing is it it is only overly detailed in the front. It doesn't continue around to the rest of the suit. 
the it just sort of like falls away towards the side and so it's it's giving us this like overly detailed almost like uh skinned cadaver level of musculature but then it doesn't even uh that it doesn't even have the decency to 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 f- f- like show all the muscles it just kind of stops um uh, the utility belt has these weird eggs on it, like the it has this overly rounded. They've taken the boxes or anything that would have been there, and they've added these kind of like round egg shapes, which it feels very of the time. And it was obviously trying to sort of like play into the enhanced musculature design that they had they had implemented, um, but. Um, you know, I actually I'm misremembering that that that's actually on the Kilmer suit. Yeah, I think forever. the Forever suit. Um, the Batman and uh, Robin suit um, has the si- bat symbols on the boots, and the bat symbols on the boots are I just can't stand them. <laughs> I can't. Like Batman has a lot of branding, granted. Um, he loves to brand, um, and I'm not talking about the literal branding that uh, Batman partook in and Batman v Superman, but I'm talking about the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the marketing style branding Batman does to all his accessories. Um, but in this one, the, he he just has like he has knee pads, and then below that, at the top of his boots, he's just got a Batman symbol and. It is dumb. I don't like it, and when I see it, it makes me upset. Um, on the plus side, the sculpting on the cowl is cool. I like this sculpting, it, although I think you can owe a lot of this to Batman Returns, so I think you can't give this movie 100% credit for it. Um, and then you get in to uh, the ice suit, and the ice suit seems like it's a very obviously redressed version of the sonar suit. It doesn't even seem like they've actually done that much uh, of a redesign of it. And it has this sort of hideous contrast to it, which I understand they're trying to invoke ice, but like having these bright white panels on Batman just seems so out of place and so of the time. Um, so yeah, it, it, there was just so much of the suit that wasn't practical, and when I when you look at Batman, you kind of want to see like practical uh, elements to it, and um, yeah, so this uh, this suit really didn't do it for me. I would it would probably be higher on the list if the two if the previous two suits uh, weren't so egregious to be egregious. <laughs> I added an extra syllable in there uh, egregious a, a, a pelo uh, a palo egregio <laughs> yeah i i was drinking a pino egregio when uh, i was uh i was making this list and, and i threw it across the room in disgust <laughs> what is this this is egregio this, this ice suit is terrible it doesn't have the eggs of the forever suit on the belt but still blah that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right. So we are now at oh, number eleven. Eleven. Yes. Thank. Thank you for keeping track. Number eleven, and I, I I'm just gonna go real quick because number eleven had for me is the Birds of Prey suit. Um, we only saw it very briefly, but it's pretty much uh the transition between 
the Batman and Robin suit and the Forever suit. It's mostly the Forever suit, but it has bat symbols on the boots. And you all know my stance on bat symbols on the boots. Hate them. Hashtag hate them. <laughs> no brand. Um, so, yeah, number 11 is a Birds of Prey suit. It was only seen very briefly, so there's not much to talk about. And they were obviously reusing the the movie prop. Uh, I am with you on the Batman and Robin. So my eleven is the Batman Robin, uh, core suit and ice suit. Um, for many of the same reasons you called out, um, I do think the the base costume is pretty cool uh, for what it is, with the exception of the nipples. Um, but I think the cow cuts a really nice silhouette. Uh, the the um, scalloped uh, parts on the gloves I really do like on it um, obviously he had, you know Schulmacher had a lot of help with previous iterations of it so he's able to just kind of make what he wanted um, so I think there's some good parts um, the ice suit yes the fact that it is pretty much just like the Batman Forever sonar suit um, with I, I just think a I don't even... I'm trying to remember... Yeah, it even has the same size bat signal uh, symbol that I do like. But yeah, everything else I think is pretty uh, dreadful. So there you go. Yeah, and um, now this is int interesting because I actually don't like the gauntlets. Um, because they, they took the, the individual spikes... And they put it into like that one weird fin shape that has like a divot in the middle, and it feels very Aquaman to me. Um, that is one of those decisions that they made in uh, Batman and Robin that I just uh, well, I, I guess I should say that it was carried over from I think the sonar suit in Batman Forever is where they transitioned to that that more like that singled single shaped fin for the gauntlets. Yeah, I, I don't mind it. Um, just because it does have that divot, it still cuts, to me, a very interesting look. I also appreciate the fact that it, you know, it's just more of a glove than kind of the uh, the armored looks and things like that you get beforehand. I, I just feel like overall it works with the... It works with the styling of the costume. Like the Shul, uh, Schumacher you know, ideal what Batman is. It feels to me that it works with that. Especially when caught from angles. Like, head-on, it's not so great, but, like, that there's that one quarter-turned quarter angle that I put in there. I think that's actually a really good-looking, like, Batman angle. Cool. Okay, so what about number 10? Go ahead and tell me your number 10. Right, now so we're getting in the top 10. Now it's serious biz. Alright, so I want to make sure... Hold on. I just want to make sure that I have as many before I start going crazy and think of that. Okay, so for me... Well, technically, I think this... Now I'm kind of conflicted. Uh, <laughs> only because of the fact <laughs> that we mentioned it already. Um, so for me, specifically, it's the Batman Forever... Uh, I guess it would just be both because we already commented on it. I don't like the ice suit. I don't like the sonar suit. So for me, number 10 is Batman Forever's 
bat suit. Um, yeah, Batman's forever sonar suit, Batman forever this suit, and by proxy the uh, birds of prey suit. I'm lumping them together. Okay, yeah, my um, my my number ten is also Batman Forever. All right. Uh, so yeah, it, it um, so there's again there's the sort of skinned corpse musculature that's way too busy but again doesn't commit it's just like we're going to do the front and that's it we don't know what happens like when the muscles transition around your flanks and go to your back we don't know and we don't want to find out so we're not going to sculpt that just the front and it'll look like a halloween sort of like roman gladiator outfit or whatever um uh I think, as I mentioned before, mistakenly attributing it to uh, Clooney's bat suit, uh, but the eggs on the belt, I do not like. I do not like them, Sam. I am. I do not like Batman's belt eggs. (laughs) (laughs) They, uh, like, they're a shape that would fit less stuff inside, and it's clear it's just an aesthetic choice to fit with the rest of the rounded elements of the suit. And um, we'll get into this a little bit later, but Batman Returns left them on what I felt like is a very good note. And they decided to just throw that in the trash and do something totally different. And um, I think that it wasn't entirely successful. Uh, you know, the, the nipples are there, but they're less um, uh, apparent, which is good or bad, I guess, depending on how you feel about bat nipples but man when it translate when it transitions to the um sonar suit man it gets weird because whereas they were going for extreme accurate and anatomical detail in the previous version when it transitions to the sonar suit suddenly it becomes much more like representative and abstract and it becomes almost geiger-esque as it has these like weird cutouts that have lines through them and uh the more i looked at it the more i was disturbed by this how this uh how the sonar suit sort of treats musculature in compared in comparison to the uh the base suit so overall the the art direction on the suit seemed inconsistent like we lose the nipples when we go to sonar why i guess because the bat symbol is bigger and has to like touch those areas but um there's there's not enough like connective tissue between the two so um yeah even though it's it's breaking the top 10 it's the start of the top 10 it is so by default only and since since you lumped the um, the Birds of Prey with that one, would you say that Birds of Prey is your number nine? Otherwise, we'll be we'll be off sync. I think <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing my count. We should. Um. Uh, hold on. Because me... Birds of Prey was my number eleven. See, this is what I get for... Yes, by proxy, Birds of Prey will be my number nine. Okay. um, Just so that we are on... uh, Actually, no. 
Yes. Fine. Uh, it, it's all the same. Uh, yeah, fine. Okay. Fine. 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 So, um, is there anything else you'd like to say about the Birds of Prey uh, suit? Or the... Uh, um, not really. I mean, like you said, it's very much the amalgam of two suits that they uh, just took advantage of. Um, don't like either or. Uh, pretty much the same reasons you kind of called out for even mm-hmm. the Batman Forever suit. I, I don't like the overtly, yeah, like skinned muscle type of look. The utility belt. I'm cool. I I was happy to see him pull out all his gadgets and shit, but it I don't know where they would fit on this utility belt. Um, yeah, it just seems like a weird departure, and I understand a director wanting to put their stank on something, but uh, this is a little too much stank. And I I don't like the gloves on this one because the points are like too. It, it's weird. It's more spine like, less scalloped like yeah and then yeah the the i think the sonar suit of the batman forever sonar suit is better than the base batman forever suit yeah i think that's probably true um but that's not saying much that's not saying much though my uh number nine is batman 43 breaking the top 10 this is why i said it was would be controversial uh because uh even though i think yeah yours was number 13 mine breaking the top 10 batman 43 so objectively i think like just i think you kind of hit on the same point but it's easy to dismiss this suit as one of the worst um because it looks like something that somebody would put together like just they would have a day and they would need to sew it and they would have very few materials and they would come up with this batman outfit but i think when you put it in the context of how bill finger was drawing batman at the time or even before bill finger i think is when this actually um was created actually i don't know that for sure so no 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 it's bill finger was around because okay, so it's Robin based on shows his. shows up in the serial too, and he helped with Robin and all that. Okay, yeah. so it's based on Bill Finger's designs, and it evokes it in a pretty good way. I think if you take into context, like a how how he looked in the comics, b the expectation of the audience, and then c the abilities of the uh prop department at the time i think when you put all that together you come out with a pretty impressive uh batman for the time obviously i can't i mean i want to i would say that it's good because it honors bill finger and i think that's someone we need to honor more yes um, 100%. especially since he is a sort of the hidden um uh, part until just recently of of batman's legacy but um not to use that as some sort of like like sappy cudgel but um but anyway like it is like looser and more realistic and probably representative of what a costume would have looked like at a time and i i like it in an old sort of uh, retro charming way but 
it's not something that I would probably watch and enjoy right now. So it puts it in a weird spot. But anyway, number nine, Batman Forty Three. I give you that. I, I think that I think those are fair points. I'm still sticking by my guns with it. I can't. Yeah. Fucking mismatched ear points are what driving me fucking. I know. It's just like crazy. it feels very hokey and very cheap in a way um, that I think I I could see it being in in both areas, uh, you know, or of the list, and and I think that makes total sense. So uh, we're moving on to number eight. Number eight. And mine, my number eight, is Batman Begins. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is interesting. I, I As I went through, I found out this to be uh, very true, at least for me. So the reason I put it at number eight, um, and it's still in the top ten, which is respectable, but uh, is the word soft. I feel like soft is the operative word for this suit. Um the rubber suit has a matte finish to it that looks soft that to the to the touch and i i know it's meant to sort of like belie the um military origin it shouldn't be shiny it should be like matte and practical which makes sense um but uh overall the way that the cult the cowl has that that um slack to it that that gives the that bagginess around the neck and the way that the all the suit like sort of bends is in these very wide, soft bends, and it, it gives the whole suit um, a very uh, puffy, soft quality that uh, even when I saw it the first time, kind of uh, clanged with at least my what I thought Batman should look like. Granted, they're trying to solve the Keaton problem and give him at least a little bit of mobility with his neck. But um, the result is this almost like baggy condom look for the the back cowl. Um, that being said, I like the way that the chest piece is molded, and I think this is the introduction of Nolan's uh, utility belt, which if I don't want to give too much away, but I think is one of the best utility belt designs in uh, any cinematic Batman. All right, all right. So this is a this is a big departure. Um, I'm gonna tell you right now, uh, we might end up fighting. <laughs> uh, the one I'm going to give as my number eight is Batman Returns. Mmm. Yeah, this will be interesting. So I think um, they took. So they took. Some of the cool parts, right? The cowl on Keaton's cowl, I think, is... Uh, I, I won't go too much, but I think the cowl's great. They fixed the emblem so it doesn't have those weird little points on the thing. That's fine. I cannot stand... And I mean, this is a, this is enough to make me truly dislike this whole suit. It, the abdomen area. The chest, the abs. I do not like it. I understand they're going for like a more of a in this instance I would say maybe more of a military less human look but it looks way too alien the chest looks really shallow from the way it sits the um even the 
the gloves and the gauntlets just kind of look more oven midi to me. Uh, the two tones from the texture, I just not feeling it. I I, I kept going back and forth, and um, you know, begins. I I can see your points on begins. I I uh, I, I had a note about calling the neck kind of that. Uh, um, bullfrog type of <laughs> like that yep. yeah. type of or a turkey waddle turker, yeah turkey waddle like the little thing like yeah especially when he bends forward and stuff like that but yeah no I am not a fan of the return suit um, I think they took one good thing from the uh, 89 suit and then ruined a lot of other stuff um, <laughs> uh, that's, that, that's just me Again, that, I mean that's fantastic. Uh, I think that if we all if we had the exact same list, I think that would be a very boring podcast. <laughs> like I also agree <laughs> with you yet again. And it's like I I also have number ten is the exact same. This is great. All right. Um. So all right. So number... let's move on to number seven. John, what's your number seven? All right. Here we go. We're gonna get into some shit. This is good. I like it. Batman v Superman Donna Justice. Okay. I, we're not too far off. I, not to spoil anything, but we're not too far yeah, off. Yeah, I had to I had to really dig deep in my soul um <laughs> to really go with it because a lot of this, you know I guess I'll just go overall, right? I'm looking for a Batman that looks like Batman from the comic books. And to this point this suit is very close to that right it's two-toned in color it has you know uh the utility belt features great pouches i really do like the utility belt on this costume um i think the gloves are are pretty cool with the way the scallops are because those look like batman scallops but i really can't get over that like muscle bodysuit thing that they added to it where it has like the, the bunched up um, texture where you can kind of see where like the the fabric is pinching around these muscles but obviously it doesn't look that great and from certain angles this makes Ben Affleck look like he weighs like 300 pounds like <laughs> it is a super chunky very outfit thick very thick batman yeah um i don't like the cape like the cape material looks okay but then how it's just more of this tattered bottom i i i really dislike that it has a weird shininess to it um for me as far it, it, it's 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 like kind of glossy in certain areas and it's just weird that like batman would choose to do this um i think the cowl is okay um at certain angles but the i think it's probably one of the better suits to look at head on than from the side i i, I you know i wish i could find better side shots of it i'm sure there are probably some that make it better um i kind of miss the underpant um, like it's just <laughs> just being like this weird Adonis, uh, you know, just seeing this junk here just kind of throws me off. And I, if it literally would have had like the black underpant, I think it would probably be a little higher on my list. 
And then um, the emblem, I I like the Frank Miller-ish emblem. It's probably my favorite part of this outfit. Very cool. Um, so yeah, just just to jog back for it real quick, I just wanted to say when you were talking about uh, black Batman underwear, that's one of the big problems I had with the Gotham suit is that they they chose to to put underwear on the suit even though that's not two-tone so you can't really benefit from that break in um like the in the color um but it looks like a full dipe yeah so I, just, I just wanted to put that yeah there. no that that's the bigger problem is I batman from uh gotham you look like you have a full dipe on just just uh putting that out there and that thing's loaded um, like yeah that... it is loaded and ready to rock yeah. All right, so my, I'm almost nervous to say my number seven. Uh, that was a very good case for number seven for the Batman v Superman suit. Um, I can see all those points, to be honest. Uh, my number seven is the Batman 89 suit. <gasps> oh, no. Holy <laughs> shit, we're getting into the shit, people. You have no idea. So, uh, still respectable. Still in this top, the top ten. Um... So, first off, with the the positive, it's obvious that even Burton, with his very specific stylic, stylistic sensibilities, even at this point, um, you could tell how like specific his his sensibilities are. But even then, he tries really hard to replicate the look of the suit in the comics. It. And it does a good job. the The utility belt, especially, is um, just torn from the pages. And I think that that was one of the things that, when you saw it uh, initially, connected you with uh, that character, and it was such a great like anchoring. It was like a, a grounding element. Um, and you also have to acknowledge that it influenced other superhero movies for maybe a decade afterwards if not longer if not longer i would say yeah. that we can see its influence through a bunch of different iterations of yeah. Batman, and uh, even the fucking gotham and titans oh absolutely i mean it, it continues to this day and so that makes it super iconic and maybe it should be higher on the list but uh, the fact that it is the you have the for me the musculature and when you have molded musculature um, very much bothers me. So we see Michael Keaton shirtless in this movie, I believe, and it's clear that he is not like this hulking brute as the uh, as the musculature makes him out to be. And I think part of this is the fact that the the most recent version of this movie I've seen has been in HD, so you can really see the kind of um, the more handmade aspects of the suit. And so, like the way that the cowl is cut out is very rough, and the suit is textured very um, roughly as well. And I think the fact that he can't move his head at all makes this suit incredibly silly so many things he does in this movie look ridiculous because he cannot move his head and for no other reason it becomes a stylistic choice at some point or at least that's what i kind of feel like from my michael keaton's standpoint kind of the way he jerks his head around and his expressions are all kind of playing into the fact that he has this giant immovable head but 
Um, so for me, the 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 thinness of the utility belt and the overall like um, sort of like first revision of this suit um, took a took a few points off. So it, it ended up being a little higher on my list than I initially uh, thought. That's fair. That's fair. So uh, now we're on to number six. Number six, almost halfway through the top ten. And this is where it's going to get really interesting, I think. My number six, like I alluded to earlier, is the Batman v Superman suit. Okay. Um, So like I said, very close to yours in terms of ranking. Um, Obviously inspired by Frank Miller, as you said. It's got the two-tone look, which is incredible, and I like that they brought it back. And as much as I person, uh, my personal tastes don't mesh with those uh, that Zack Snyder might make in his uh, directing choices, certainly I think his his choice to bring back the two-tone bath suit is something that I have to applaud, because I've been missing it. Um, there just like you said i think we have the exact same problem with the suit the way that the suit is molded to look like it's bunching up around real muscles totally breaks the illusion they shouldn't have done that we know already that those aren't Affleck's muscles because it doesn't look like fabric that's laying over the top but also fabric moves over muscles so the fact that every time he moves the 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 um creases stay exactly the same means that we're the illusion is broken and we know it he is trying to trick his opponents as well as us and uh the whole result um becomes unsatisfying because of that reason but like you said the it feels like the comic book character when i'm looking at it even though i think um that the emblem and the cowl are my two biggest problems <laughs> with the costume. <laughs> In direct opposition to to what you were saying, um, the the emblem seems too big to me. the The shapes get lost, and I don't read it as a bat anymore. It just looks like it's kind of black covering his pecs, and then like there's a little point down in the bottom. It seems like there was too much design concessions made to ensure that the Superman logo could fit inside the Batman logo um, for the purposes of branding and also just to be too clever for the audience. Um, But, and I think that the cowl is so thick that it pushes uh, Ben Affleck's eyes together and it gives it almost like a childlike quality to to the cowl, which I wasn't a huge fan of, but still, I have to give it huge props because I love that black and gray interpretation. And from many angles, you, like you said, there's there's specific angles that really work for this outfit. And because of that, and because of how it takes me back to reading a comic, it has to, it has to get lots of kudos for that. I, I think it's a fair, I, I think it's a fair critique on the emblem, um, for sure. I I think it just harkens more to me about the the Frank Miller, um, yeah. Size it definitely it, echoes that, right? But it definitely does. Yeah, it is purposefully designed to fit the you know uh, 
mana steel shield in it. So that is that is a considered part. But I think I don't I see the bat. It has that very Frank Miller esque, and I think that's probably why I like it a little bit more. Um, as some of the few elements that I do like on it. But okay, okay, we were pretty close. We were pretty close. Yeah. And so uh, I would like to just take a quick commercial break and advertise my dog snoring. Uh, if you have listened to this podcast up until this point, you have no doubt heard her in the background. And so if you've heard something that sounds like a, a razor being turned on and off frequently, <laughs> she's a pug and snores uh, like I imagine Cerberus does. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just in so and she she refused to leave uh the room i'm recording in so um i hope you like it yeah, anyway that is that is not either one of us uh, passing gas uh, uh, that is yeah that is but well. it also might be that well it could um be, but, you know but i'm gonna blame it on the dog just like in real life yeah, like you do like you do like that's the reason you have a dog um i think that's fair okay all right good times so my number six let's hear about your number six i can't wait is the batman begin suit yeah so uh, for a lot of the reasons that you mentioned um i think the chest on this looks great um i like the uh, scallops on it i think the gloves are very simple it does have that like you said that bullfrog type of waddle thing when he bunches he looks but i think the shapes and the angler the the angleness on it is really strong um i think it cuts a really nice silhouette i i, I think really that's what i'm into so I, <laughs> I should just own up to it as things that like oh i can easily tell which bat suit this is um based off of that and um to your point i love the utility belt i think it's probably the 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 probably one of if we were to rank utility belts this one's very high on the list um but i think as a total package i give batman begins number six i think that's a fair uh ranking for old old bullfrog face batman so was a bullfrog <laughs> He was also Batman. Did you know that? That's crazy. Oh, no, didn't. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so, we're, we're now to number five. <laughs> Halfway through our top ten. Yeah. And uh, I believe you're up yes. to give your number five. So let's hear what John's number five Batman suit is. Go ahead, John. Thank you, Casey. Um... All right. All right. It's Casey Kazem coming back it's from the Guardians. The Hachi. <laughs> um, so now this one, I don't, I don't want to say is completely fair because I've not seen the full thing, um, but I am going with the Batman uh, a costume that we've seen so far from the Matt Reeves film um, as my number five. It has it has parts on it I really like I like the utility belt and the fact that it looks like he just stole it from a cop um I like the shoulder armor on it uh, I think the the emblem is interesting 
I know that they took that, I think, uh, from a Kevin Smith story that he did with Jim Lee. Like, the, the, the armor plate that Batman wears is from the the gun that, you know, murdered his family type of thing. Um, I like that. I like the high collar on it. The ears unnerve me, but it has a very... Uh, kind of to your point when you were talking about the Batman 43 or the serial Batman... It still kind of has that Batman Bill Finger look to it. Uh, obviously, we haven't seen what the eyes will actually look like without the stunt goggles in it and everything else. Um, but I think there are parts about it that it will cut a pretty good silhouette. But So my number five is the Batman. Not released yet, but I'm, I'm going to give it number five spot. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so my Batman, number five, my bat, my Batman is Batman, Batman, Batman. Um, my number five Batman suit is the one, the only Batman 66. All right. I, uh, much like Adam West says in The Simpsons, there's no rubber bustles here. It's pure West. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, so... I think when I was doing this list, I was surprised how high I ranked Batman 66 on the list, but that's my first live-action Batman, so I think you can't blame me on that one. Uh, you know, it's cotton, it's satin, but who cares? It It's trying so hard to be authentic to the to the source material including the the darkened shadow on his forehead and face and then the blue rest of the cowl. That's something I'm sure they only did, you know, to make sure that readers could tell where Batman was looking. But they went ahead and, like, they recreated it in uh, as much detail as they could in the show. And sure, you know, the painted-on eyebrows and the cut-out nose is a little corny. Um, But the whole show is corny. Uh, I don't know, that... And also the clunky but but practical utility belt was fantastic. He literally pulled everything he used out of that belt, so it was actually very you know it was very practical. It wasn't just a prop; it was a practical prop. So uh, I'm giving my number five to Batman sixty six, and it sounds like I mean you rate that that character even higher. So uh, I have nothing to fear from from my uh, from my praise of this guy. No, not whatsoever. I think anything anything top five like the I don't know for me the gripes are minimal they'll be there obviously yeah. but no it's nitpicking it's at that nitpicking point. so yeah I, I, I see you on Batman 66 so alright so now we're down to number four number four we're almost in the top three this is getting exciting folks This is getting exciting, exciting. folks. Here it goes. Number four, the Batman. (laughs) So number four, (laughs) I chose uh, the Batman, uh, the upcoming uh, Matt Reeves. uh, That's his name, right? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Film. Um, and I agree. It's weird. We haven't seen much of it aside from a few teases, but I think it's notable that it's so high on both uh, of our lists. 
because there is something about it that is very intriguing. It sort of reminds me of the Arkham games, the Arkham uh, Asylum games, Mm -hmm. with uh, the sort of chunky armor, especially the pauldrons. Um, And it has a very interesting, uh, like, forearm armor with all those darts on it. I don't know. uh, I'm curious to to see what the how those come into play um maybe those are just for that one scene we don't know but uh i really love the way that they use the collar yeah it's something you don't see on any of the other batman suits that we talked about but they gave batman a high thick collar and i think that is going to go a long way to fixing the sort of like big head little neck problem that you run into sometimes with uh these live action batman suits um and i think it was a really clever move uh that and i'm so interested to see what the um bat symbol uh what that is and and how they use that like you said there's one possibility it could be that they've taking it from a pre-existing story where they have where he has modified the weapon used to murder his parents into his symbol which would be very poetic and cool or those are two axes <laughs> that he can bust out <laughs> or knives or, or something that that he can break out and like fight somebody with and that feels very like his whole costume feels very much like the transition between him becoming trained by or from him being trained by the league of assassins to becoming a vigilante there's there's a uh, there's a there's a very practical almost um samurai-esque aspect to some of that armor and uh it's made a big impression on me um also i'll say that i've seen movies recently that robert pattinson has been in and he can he acts the shit out of those roles it it's super impressive. It's it seems like Batman is going to be getting a very capable um, portrayer. So uh, I'm just hype about that movie in general, and I'm hype about that suit. There you go. All right. So number four. Number four. Hold on. Gotta pull my list. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. I'm I'm on, I'm on task. I'm on task. Number four for me is the Justice League Batman encounter suit. Uh, the the one with the armor plates on it. Mm-hmm. Um, the the probably my one gripe, but even then, I think it's kind of cool. Or the little goggles um, that seem a little excessive, but I do like the fact that they kind of come up and they can move around on his head. Um, I think this is the sub. Superior Snyder verse Batman suit, um, in the sense that you're not getting nearly as much of that uh, prearranged texture, that bunched up texture. You're getting clear delineation between armor points and non armor points. Uh, the utility belt is still there, so um, still super valid. As far as I'm concerned, I think the scallops look great, being tonal. Um, I even like the little additions that, like, it's you. You would never get you. Would, the, the worst part is there's additions in here that you would never pick up in a Zack Snyder film just because of the way he shoots and colors his stuff. Like the little bits of yellow that actually sit on it. I like those uh, points on it because it kind of brings in that 
uh, yellowness that you would get on the um, the shield normally. Um, I think the cowl is stronger on this one because it's smaller. It, it's like overall, I think the suit is uh, it addresses all the issues I had with the Batman v Superman one as far as the chunkiness and things to it. Doesn't seem that chunky. Seems smaller. Seems lighter. I think it's a stronger. Uh, yeah, overall, I think it's a stronger Batman suit. Awesome. Yeah, those those are really good points. Um, so let's move on to number three. John, what's your number three? All right, so this this will probably be where we might uh, really differ. Top three. Top three. No shame. Top three, I think everything's great. Yep. Top three for me. Everyone's a winner in the top three. Exactly. Batman. The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Yes, I figure this. Th- I think this is going to be uh, a d- divergent because now, obviously, you know what my top two are, but you don't know what order. Um, <laughs> right. I love so much about this costume. Um, I I love the cow. How they kind of address that whole bullfrog bunchingness, the uh, armor plates to it. Um, uh, the utility belt pops. The fact that it's two-toned, um, I do appreciate having the gray and black in there. Uh, the parts that kind of uh, knocked it out of one for me. Oh, I love the scallops on it. I think this is probably the, the actual strongest scallops that we're going to get the the on the gloves, the fins on the gloves um, for me. They have really nice shape. Obviously, if you've seen the movie, they're practical. Um, I think the parts that kind of get me on this is the really small bat emblem. It is super tiny on this, and it hides because there's so many segmented parts that it just kind of gets almost, it's more of a bump than an actual, like, you notice or something here. And it's weird because, like, tonally, you know, again, if you prescribe to Frank Miller's take on the Batman emblem, he uses it to draw fire there because he can armor that section. But in this instance, that emblem is, like, on a black, you know, it's black itself, but then it's also in a black section of this armor and just gets really lost for me there. Um, But I think it's got a great... Oh, also, like, the, the textual parts on the pants, like, the panels on the pants are a little weird. Um, to your soft point about the Batman Begins outfit, kind of there, but it almost has kind of a felty look to me. Um, as far as material goes, obviously it's rubber, but it has, like, a weird burnished texture to it. I think the gloves are great. I think this is probably one of the... Uh, but it, I think obviously in, in, in our rankings it's number three for me I think it has a, a great silhouette too but there, there, there are parts of it that, that do bug me yeah very cool and very good points as well um, my number three is Batman Returns oh what? see oh god Oh, God, the world's going upside down, people. You don't understand. (laughs) So it's a much more refined version of the uh, 89 suit. Uh, The rubber's thinned out, giving Keaton more uh, mobility so he can uh, do his crazy acting. 
crazy good. Anyone who would at me, uh, Keaton's great. Um, <laughs> I actually like the armored sculpting on the abs. God, I fucking hate it. I hate um, it so much. As you probably saw from... <laughs> <laughs> as you probably saw from earlier, um, or saw, heard uh, earlier, is that I don't really like the molded muscles i i you know we we know these people are fit we know batman's fit we don't need to have exaggerated musculature uh poking through the the suit or or molded to seem as if to try to fool us to see to seem as if he's uh, got this incredible physique so i like the more stylistic uh bent that they took on this suit they instead did these abstract versions of the muscles underneath and made it look more like armor plates instead and i thought that that was a more successful um uh execution of that overall if that's you know what you're trying to do and of course we have that great uh utility belt and i think the cowl uh, is designed in a way that is uh, is very iconic. It looks like angular and it's really sharp and uh, polished in terms of the sculpture and it's carried on through the Schumacher movies. I'm pretty sure they use this uh, like a similar mold for the rest of them and it's just a, a, a incredibly striking silhouette so uh, for me Batman Returns is, is the superior Burton suit even though to be Batman is the superior Burton movie. Uh, so this is another story for another day. But um, yeah, so I, I my number three is Batman Returns. I think fair points. I disagree with you, but I think fair <laughs> points. All right, so now we're on to two. Yes, so number two, for me, I think number two shocked even me, and I wrote it down in my notes, but my number two is the Justice League Batman. Um, I was initially turned off by the fact that this Batman suit looked too close to uh, the Owl Man uh, suit that Snyder designed for Watchmen. But the more I live with it, the more I look at it, the more I experience it, the more I like it. Uh, I like the, just like I said before, I like the abstract sort of suggestion of muscles that is um, pulled off by this, this uh, the armor plates that he has. I love the way that the straps interact with the plates and how they are practical and they look like they are used to actually hold those bits in place. And then I love, just as you said, I love the yellow accents on the suit. And even the cloth underneath has a bluish hue. So there is like echoes to the uh, the source art's color and a much needed color into the suit. Like you said, in the actual film itself, it is a little bit better because Joss, of Joss Whedon. But in general, you wouldn't be able to see these nice little details in a Zack Snyder film. But... Uh, I think overall the suit um, is very successful and it cuts a really good Batman silhouette and like you said the cowl is maybe one of the more successful cowls in the series 
I like the short ears. I like the channels that they've carved into it and the little bit of uh, armored platings on there. I think the only thing I don't like is the, again, the emblem is a little bit too big and nondescript and like doesn't read from far away as well as I would like. But, uh, and, and the goggles as well. Um, I know you like those guys, but to me, uh, the way they kind of flip up and down and the way they sort of sit on the head doesn't feel, um, doesn't really benefit the design. But uh, overall, uh, I ended up really, really liking this one. And it comes in, I think, shockingly, probably, at number two. Yeah, no, I, 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 I hear your points. Like, I mean, if I could lose the goggles, I'd be happy with them. Or if the goggles were almost tinted with a white uh, lens. That'd be nice, yeah. Um, because, to, to your point, it is very Owlman-esque. Um, right? Like, you could confuse the two if you were to switch out that emblem and stuff like that. You could, you just squint your eyes, and, and you can confuse the two. Yeah, but I think, yeah, I, I could see why it's uh, that high on your list. It took some time going back and forth between these things and be like, oh, okay, I see why I like these elements. Like mm. I could see uh, asking Kid John this, and I'd have a probably a way different list. Um, just things I appreciate, but okay. All right, you ready for it? Number two. Yeah, number two. What is John's number two uh, best character? <laughs> well, old chum, it is Batman sixty six. Nice. Is my number yeah, two. Love that. I think it's ninety percent nostalgia. Um, uh, but there are a lot of elements that you kind of called out, or I think are the things that I appreciate. The fact that it, this is all Adam West. Um, I mean, I, I love the two-tonal uh, material, the choice of color. That blue is super vibrant. Um, how they did the cowl. Um, it, this is my favorite utility belt just going to tell you maybe it's just because i'm super nostalgic for it but it actually looks like it holds a lot of shit um it has true utility to it super clean lines and um also probably my favorite batarang jeez um (laughs) think oh yeah great batarang like yeah i think i had the same point or not the same point, but certainly the same um, love for that utility belt. Yeah, I gotta agree. It's chunky, it's practical, everything literally came out of that thing. I, I think it took what, you know, again, it, and your points are very valid for the Batman serial one, it took all of those and, to me, addressed them. Um, just kind of, they were like, okay, we, we can take some time, how do we make this? And it wasn't like... Uh, that invocative of exactly what was in the comic books at the time, they took some creative liberties here, and I think it really pays off for it. Uh, from the the satin look to it to the uh, drab gray, the emblem, I, I I just absolutely love it. But I think a lot of this, you know, to the to the folks at home is nostalgia based. This was my first, uh, you know, live action Batman as well, so definitely near and dear to my heart yeah so here we are number one our top of batman suit mountain now if you've been following along at home you certainly know what (laughs) 
what both of ours are. Yeah, so we're done. But um, <laughs> I guess let's talk about them. So uh, go ahead, John. Tell us what is your number one uh, Batman suit. Well, follow along. You know it. It is Batman '89. Um, for a lot of the reasons why you don't like it, I think for a lot of the reasons <laughs> I do like it. Um, That's I, I think it has the most Batman silhouette um, as far as uh, taking uh, notes from uh, Neil Adams with the, the high points. I think the cowl on this one is the superior version of the cowl to the Batman Returns ones. Um, the Batman Returns has a really striking, but I think the problem for me is the cowl to neck ratio is real thick on Batman Returns where this one has a little almost tapered on the inside to it it has um i like the choice of cape material i like the scallopness on it i think the boots are great even you know they're a pair of like air jordans with some stuff on top um i don't mind the sculpted muscle into this one because of how it's shot you could allude that that is his muscle uh Granted, I think the emblem, the bat emblem, is kind of weak. I don't like the extra points near the tail. Uh, it, it drives me nuts. Um, but I do like the utility belt. I think it's a great utility belt. Uh, again, to what you said, it's very much in indicative of the time where you know Neil Adams and all of them kind of drew the capsule utility belt, and it straight is taken from that. Um, I think it just cuts the strongest uh, silhouette. I love the angularness of the eyes, how the mouth, like, there there are a lot of great angles you can get with this suit that uh, you're not going to get with a, a fair amount of them. Yeah, I think uh, that makes sense to me. I mean, uh, there are a lot of good things about that suit, and like we said, its influence on popular culture cannot be... Uh, undersold uh, but at number one to me as you might have guessed is the suit from Batman the Dark Knight or just the Dark Knight if you're following what it says on the front of the DVD case uh, and you know what even Lucius Fox drags the previous Batman <laughs> costumes in uh, The Dark Knight when he uh, intuits that Bruce needs to move his head uh, during a fight. And that's what this suit does in spades. It frees up Batman to be more expressive than ever by freeing him up to just have a helmet. So it's a helmet plus a mesh neck piece and then armor plates with mesh in between. Uh, and to me, it 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 really m cuts the best silhouette. That scene when he's standing on top of the rubble, and he is silhouetted against the background in that blue light is one of the more iconic Batman images uh, to me. And uh, in general, it might be tempered by the fact uh, that I just love that movie so much. Um, but the end result, I think is just the most practical, most mobile Batman we've seen. And I do like the addition of this uh, sort of practical armor to it. Now, I, 
I definitely get and see your point because there's a black sort of strip across the top of the pecs and that's where the Batman symbol sits. And even the Nolan Batman symbol in general is very subdued and angular and sort of mess, less uh, dynamic than previously. So it does get a little bit lost. Um, but I guess to me that doesn't really matter because it has all the stuff that... I like. It has uh, armor that is um, sort of abst- an abstracted uh, vision of the musculature that sits underneath and not necessarily a one-to-one um, sculpting. Um, it doesn't seem like it's like lying to us in any, any way or trying to sort of uh, mislead us. I love the, uh, as you mentioned, the, the fins on the gauntlets, the angularity to them and the um just the the silhouette that they cut is classic batman and how he uses it in the movie is great you know uh uh do you know how i got the scar no but i know how you got these (laughs) (laughs) fins to the face um and i also love that on the belt there is a subtle batman shape um, that could easily be just part of the mechanism of the belt. I think that that is a very clever design trick. And I think the belt with the suit, because it's my favorite belt, and the way that the suit looks is just incredible. But the one knock I'll give it, even though it's my number one, and I will agree with you on this one, is that the velveteen cape always kind of claimed with me even though he has like a gray suit now which i love because i love the like the interplay between gray and black and 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 batman's motif um but the velveteen fabric on the cape very much or velvet or whatever whatever it actually is felt weird because it it should be some sort of premium fabric that can you know become wings when uh, charged with electric current, so having it sort of look like a nice cozy uh, fleece blanket was <laughs> maybe a little bit of a misstep, but overall, uh, my favorite live action back suit. Yeah, I'm back suit, back suit bat yeah, suit, just the back and front. Yeah, Let's be check clear. That back. Yeah, I think uh, my the biggest problem is the big departure from the emblems from begins to this. Um, I love mm-hmm. the Begins emblem, uh, just because it's bigger, it's way more noticeable, uh, kind of to the point like uh, you were making with the Affleck suits. From far away, you couldn't make it out. On this one, if you were 10 feet away, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find that shape in there. And especially since, really, they were just trying to tie it into the, you know, the shape of his batarangs and the logo itself to be a, a, a one-to-one i think they could have just made that bigger and it, it would have been fine too but yeah i think sure. you got super valid points i mean it was my number three so not too far off everyone's a winner yeah. so i have some runners up um so my runners up for live action batman um suits are uh black batman at the protests Bat Kid from that Make-A-Wish thing <laughs> in San Francisco. And Ben from Parks at Rec in a full Batman suit. Uh, I'm for it. I like all, I, I like all of them up. I, I think uh, Bat Kid and Black Batman probably are my number ones at this yeah, point. Yeah, for now. sure. That's what they, he goes Black Bat, 
Batman goes first because he is actually uh, out there doing stuff and uh, doing something important. Um, But Bat Kid is a great story, and they even made a movie about that, so it sort of counts. I should have added him to the list. And then uh, Ben from Parks and Recreation in a full Batman suit when he was depressed, so he looked terrible. But that's why he's last. <laughs> so um, we have about uh, ten minutes left. So you wanna you wanna blow through these Batmobiles, or do you wanna leave that for another episode? Now let's blow through the Batmobiles. Okay. Okay. So number eight. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, but this one's tough. Um, I uh, God, I shit. For me, number eight, uh, Batman and Robin Batmobile. Yeah. For number eight, for me, is Batman Forever. I just can't stand that unibody weirdness and all, like, the cutaways to show the, show the glowing insides. No thanks! Yeah, it's like, thanks, but no thanks. Number seven! Uh, for me, it's gonna be Batman Forever's. <laughs> yeah. For the reasons you point out. Uh, Not surprisingly, for me, it's Batman and Robin. <laughs> that thing is like they're like, okay, we get it. That last one sucked, so we'll add, we'll make it look like if a kid got a toy Batmobile, they could drive around from Hot Wheels uh, or Power Wheels. It would look like this. Yeah. Is what pretty much they had in, in uh, uh, Batman. And yeah, Robin. it's very much. How do we sell this toy? It felt yep. like it looked like a toy. Yeah, it looked like someone in Mattel or whoever, or I forget who owned the license at that point. I don't know if it was still Kenner. Anyway, one of those guys were just like, "Nah, uh, just make it like this, please. Make it like this. It'll be exactly like the toy." We have the mold left over from uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, for the the, <laughs> the 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 catapult cart. So, like, yeah, yeah, perfect. That's it. Um, let's see, number six. That's the one. Is, uh, for me, is the. The the Batman uh, forty three the serial car it's a me too it's, a, <laughs> it's just a car it's just a car it's a convertible that's cool <laughs> yeah. it looks like a nice car yeah. but certainly if you if you were waiting at a stop sign or a stoplight and you saw Batman pull up next to you and he was just trying a Studebaker <laughs> or whatever he <laughs> would be you would kind of uh, i think your uh esteem for batman would go down quite yeah, a bit i will admit the white wall tires on this are impressive <laughs> yeah liking those number five all right you shoot uh number five for me is batman v superman's death mobile yeah batman uh, yes i agree the batman v superman death mobile is also my number five we're straight in the middle of the pack. Interesting design choices, but really didn't really have a personality besides being like very low to the ground. Yeah, and having lots of guns. Yeah, it's just. Uh, ugh, ugh. I hate the fact that guns are front and center. Like literally, yeah. it's the first thing you see. It's all gun. It's like mostly guns on uh, two wheels and a small pod. He rides around it. Yeah, not a, not a fan. I oh, let me apologize for the dogs. Uh, they are barking outside because things are crazy so i apologize we got uh dogs on both ends that's it all right number four number four i'm giving it to the batman's the matt reeves batmobile um this is weird uh i want to see it in motion the 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 shots that i see of it look like it's a model kit or toy um so i'm hoping to see it in life it's just 
it's an interesting choice. Very boxy, very angular. Um, looks like it's like, you know, Batmobile brought to you by a uh, joint thing from Tesla and Mustang. <laughs> My number four is the Dark Knight's Tumblr. I see that. Still in the in the top four, not totally respectable, but to me, uh, I love the Tumblr in the universe of the film. But if I take a sort of a more holistic view of Batman as a whole, then I think, mm, you know, you kind of showed it as a military vehicle, and then he literally spray painted it black, and that was it. So it doesn't feel it feels. It doesn't feel like something that was made for Batman, and and because of that, um, I think it's less iconic. I, I hear you. I, I, I get that. That is my number three. Nice. Is the Tumblr. Very much for the reasons you just pointed out. It fits within the universe, but it's not something that was designed by Batman. It's just something that Batman acquired. Arguably, that would be something that he would do. Um, but, yeah, it's really cool and how it plays out in the film works for that universe but as far as Batmobiles go not the not uh, not number one yeah so number three go ahead what's your number three that was my number three is the tumbler oh okay so what's your number three my number three is Batman 66 <sighs> disappointed in you <laughs> so I mean what could you say it's it's an awesome Batmobile it is kooky it has those two weird pods that they both sit in it has fins it has a rocket in the back and uh, it's one of the mo- most unique and iconic design cars of all time but it's also very goofy so that is why it sits at number three for me. All right. Number two. Number two, number two, number two. What's your number two? Besides poopy. <laughs> yes, or number three. Don't ask. Wait, no, that's number... And now I'm confused about what the numbers are. I think number two is correct. Anyway, please go yeah, ahead. because your number three was... Uh, Batman 66, mine was the Tumblr. So now we have two Batmobiles left. Yep. Um, so I'm going with Batman 66. Yeah. I think it's a great Very car. Close. It, ha- it You would know Batman's in it. There's no questioning that. It doesn't look like, you know, the serial Batman car. You know, like it's obviously properly branded. Has a bunch of gadgets in it. I really like the shape and the, the, the futuristic look of the uh, cockpit type of area where, you know, it has the, the open thing, the channels in the back, the rocket in the back of it. That's why you, you're you getting rockets in the back of the rest of your cars or because of this. Um, I, I love it. I think it's a great Batmobile. And I love the two-tone look to it. That orange and black really works. Or actually, it's like a, a more like international orange, you know, almost red. I like it. Yeah. I'm going to take... Engines to power. 
Dynatherms can turbines. Oh wait, no, never mind. To speed. That's Voltron. Shit. <laughs> it's number two for me is the Batman. I am uh, I am loving the design of the Bat car. Um, not the the model uh, the model render, um, which is what is included in this deck. But the 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 true images we've seen of it look incredible. It has fins in the back, which is very Batman, and has an exposed engine, which as a person who loves cars, I am very much looking forward to seeing what they do with uh, that. And to me, it sort of reminds me of a Charger or a Challenger, you know, like a 60s Challenger. And um, that kind of reminds me of the comics when they used to used to just drive like a coupe um, that had some fins on the back. They, there was a Batmobile for a while that was just like a coupe, and that was like a very interesting. I'm interested to see Batman drive a car because that's what I drive a car. I like cars. I'm interested to see Batmo- the Batmobile come back to the car, which is also represented in the Bat. Man, 66 uh, uh, Batmobile. So, I think for those so some of those sil- similar reasons, I am very much looking forward to the Batman's Batmobile. All right, all right, I'll give you that. Though I think every shot I've seen of it looks like it has nothing in it, and I think that's part of my problem. <laughs> it just looks like it's got a couple of golf. Uh, it's meant to look like it's powerful, but to me, it looks like it's a golf cart engine. I'm, I'm gonna wait. And, I'm gonna wait and okay. see it. I see it. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, a very skeptical Batman fan, so I'm gonna wait and see. I think the that's movie. a proper stance to take in these times, especially after I had a fever dream with Batman v Superman. After seeing that, um, <laughs> yep. All right. Well, do we want to say the uh, number one because we both have the same number one? I think we both have the same <laughs> number one. So go ahead. Uh, why don't you announce both of our number one? So our number one combined people. Listen to me is Batman 89. How could you pick anything else? I don't think you could pick a... It, it's, it is a gorgeous Batmobile uh, from uh, uh, front to back. Uh, the giant turbine, the angles, the, the, uh, the fins in the back, the cockpit. This thing looks like it was powerful. It looked like a car Batman would make. Uh, no. Yeah, and just like his head, it could not turn. It needed a grappling, <laughs> grappling hook to turn. turn around a tight corner, but that didn't matter because, man, it was awesome. It had that sliding cockpit, had that fighter uh, jet seating with all the controls around him, and like you said, those low fins and like the swooping fenders that came over the front wheels and the giant turbine in the front. It's like the best... That's like it's very Tim Burton because it's very retro and it has a definite fifties aesthetic to it because of all the swooping lines and the fins in the back. But at the same time, it is like completely unique. It is it is this incredible unique creation and it is uh, so iconic. And there's like nothing about it is really bat ish or um, Batman s, but it fits with the aesthetic of the movie so well 
and it just really pays off this this beautiful sculptural quality to it and you just gotta love it yeah absolutely do you know it can't turn and it can blow up to turn into a bat trait bike thing like it did right. it, yeah. it can't just turn into a cool bike when your your car is wrecked yeah. should we should all be so it's lucky like, hey i'm gonna i'm driving towards a wall i won't be able to fit through it good thing that this thing can blow its sides off and i'll fit ex- i'll turn into a bat missile <laughs> yep um yeah no every, everything you pointed out i absolutely love it love the hubcaps the giant scoops on the side like it it just has so much character to it uh, i i'm gonna i'm gonna put it on front street i'm not the biggest uh burton fan there's very few of his movies that i like <laughs> and yeah. don't at me <laughs> i mean yeah i mean i'm, I'm kind of there with you i mean i like a lot of burton's i don't know i like some of burton's stuff um i can't say i like any of his stuff recently but whatever tim burton you're famous and cool yeah. and i'm just a guy and like what so we're saying here you won't win, impact that it'd be like if we yep. said it now and it somehow took that all away from him um that'd be great but that's if, not it's gonna if tim burton ever hears this then I, that will be a personal victory for me and a big ol' apology for TB yeah, hey. Tuberculosis Jones. <laughs> Here, let's put it on Front Street. Tim Burton, if you're hearing this, at us, uh, please. Uh, we'll take it. only booster profile. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> She'll be doing a huge, like huge. Even if you want to rag on us, be like we're not funny or any of that shit. Please go ahead. Yeah, because we already know yeah. that, so it won't yeah. hurt. It's not gonna hurt my feelings. I have no self-esteem. <laughs> Good luck, Tim Burton. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Um, that's it. Fantastic. So, I hope everyone enjoyed uh, another episode of Pop Saga. Please, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. And anywhere you get your podcast, Google Music, or podcast, I mean, and Stitcher, wherever it happens out there, please, don't forget. Yeah, we really appreciate it. And stay happy, stay healthy, and we'll see you in a week. Catch you next week, Bat Chums. Can we go? Pop Saga, you know we keep it groovy. We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies. A couple of nerds, but got style. We so cool. Pop culture, talking new and old school. Yeah, you should know we love hip-hop. From the roots, Ty live. Shout out to Feral Munch. We giving you what you want. It don't get no liver. Ain't no doubt we gotcha. This is Pop Saga. Let's go. Oh, yeah, you heard right. This is a lifestyle. Welcome to the nerd life. Pop Saga.